This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hey, welcome to another week of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Michael Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner with the Lynn Group located in Ventura, California. As always with me is my good friend and co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, we've got a good topic today. We're going to be talking about the color of your money. So how are you doing today? Hey, it's going to be a hot one today. 85 in town, 95 in the valley. I suggest y'all pile in the old jalopy and head on out to that beach. It's going to be a cool 75 degrees in the air, 70 degrees in the water, and we've got a swell from the west today at three to five feet. So grab your skids and let's go surfing. Well, if anybody listening to this can tell what Tony used to do in the past. (laughs) Yeah, I was a regular old DJ until I found out that I could do financial shows with you each week, Michael. Yeah, well... That's that's the thing. I love being on the radio, though, and uh, you always give us so much great advice. I'm doing good. How about you? How are you doing? Doing good. You know, we're we're back in school. The fall breaks over. the 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 kids were grumpy this morning when they had to get up per the alarm. You know, so that didn't help. The other thing that makes it hard too in the mornings is how it's just darker. You know, yeah. you, you don't wake up to natural light, so it's a little more forced. So it is. It was it was slow going this morning for the kiddos, but we had a good week last week. We went camping for two nights up at a carpenteria on the beach, which nice. is fantastic fake camping because you get to camp at the beach and then you walk two blocks into town and you can have a steak dinner or get a cheeseburger <laughs> or do whatever you want. So I love it's, it. Um, you know, it's a pretend camping, but it works. I love that. That's my kind of camping, you know, and my Tell me about it. Yeah. You know, hey, my wife says, Hey, let's go camping. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, let's burn a couple of vacation days to sleep on the ground. Nope. <laughs> Not gonna I mean, do you it. Throw the tent in the backyard whenever you want. Well, what's yeah. everyone waiting for? Yeah, exactly. Well, um, this topic today is gonna be a good one. Now, um, you mentioned the color of money. What's your favorite color? We're going to be talking about the color of money. Of course, I always thought the color of money was green, uh, but maybe you could give our listeners out there a more detailed explanation of what you mean by the right. color of money and how that works. Sure. Well, it's a pretty simple idea. The The problem is, is your money, investing, retirements, picking stocks, picking bonds, picking CDs, whatever you're doing, if you're not in the financial services industry, this stuff is totally overwhelming, it's totally confusing, and it's certainly exhausting when you try to dig in. You know, the perfect example of why we use a professional is if I have a plumbing problem, I'm not going to hope to fix it myself. I'm going to call a plumber and rely on, on his opinion for that. And so that's why we work with financial planners. But as a financial planner, even when I get excited about money and I start talking and I start getting into statistics or deviations or something and everybody starts falling asleep in the conference room, you realize you got to simplify this stuff on some level. Sure. And and so that's where the color of money comes in. What we've done is we've bracketed our money into three major colors, 
red, green, and yellow. Think of the stoplight when you pull up in your car. Um, they mean very different things. They talk about different types of money, different types of asset classes. Um, to simplify it, let's start with the easy one. The easy one's actually the green money. The green money is what we call no-so money. We, we know what the result is going to be. We know what the outcome is. We know how much we're going to get as a rate of return potentially. We certainly know we're not going to lose anything. Some of those things, I actually include social security and pensions as green money because it's predictable. We know what's coming to us as a paycheck. We understand it. You then get into banking asset classes like bank accounts, savings accounts, CDs. Hey, you might have a boring rate of return, but you know you're not going to lose your principal and you know what the end result will be from the investment. So they're pretty conservative. As you move down the line, you have things like fixed and fixed indexed annuities and certainly cash value life insurance. So green money kind of encompasses all of our safer investments that are predictable, they're understandable, we're not going to lose our money necessarily based on market risk, and we, we have an idea of what the, the return will be. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect Falling sense. Along? So what you're, what you're basically saying is, uh, by the color of money, you're using this. Uh, it's another way to simplify asset allocation and risk management, right? Absolutely. Big picture, we want to understand the color of our money because if we have too much green money, then we could be missing the boat on some fronts. At the same time, if we have too much red or yellow money as we talk about that, same problem. We're exposing ourselves to different types of risk. Now, the question always goes back to what is the purpose of the money? Obviously, green money is safe money. We want to protect our principal. We want to understand our growth and rates of return. But really, green money in retirement is where we derive income. This is our cash flow. Because think about it. If you had your pension, or let's call it your Social Security. Everybody knows about Social Security. If Social Security was tied to the stock market, meaning that if the stock market went down, your paycheck from Social Security next month went down, how would that sound? Uh, not good at all. It sounds yeah, you frightening. Yeah, you wouldn't be thrilled about that at all, right? No. That's the whole problem with the way that you create income from investments. If we use asset classes where if the market goes down, it goes down, therefore your monthly paycheck goes down, we're doing a lot of damage in your portfolio. We need predictable paychecks. We need predictable cash flows. That is a big emphasis on our green money planning. Certainly green money also comes into play as we just evaluate your individual risk tolerance. I know lots of people that don't need income, but never want to lose a penny. It's hard to throw your money in the stock market if you have absolutely zero tolerance for loss. So we have to look at your risk tolerance. We have to understand your situation and income to decide if green money is going to be one of the options for us. Yeah. And I think, you know, you, you did a good job of uh, highlighting what some uh, green money uh, possibilities could be a checking account, a savings account, a CD. Of course, we know that with interest rates at zero, those aren't going to pay anything, but there are some right. options out there that you can get interest on like a fixed index annuity. That's green money because your principal's protected, right? Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. And fixed annuities and certainly cash value life insurance is a great asset class right now because you don't participate with the downside of the market. You can earn interest in more of a whole life type policy, or you can earn interest based on an index like the S&P 500, which actually have pretty reasonable returns when the market's on an uptick. So there's a lot of options there depending on your situation.
Yeah, and I think that sounds good. Now, before we move on and talk about yellow money and red money and talk a little bit more about uh, risk allocation and and, uh, how much risk you should take, the volatile market, uh, we need to take a quick commercial break. But before we do that, I wanted to uh, find out if there's anything else you have to add for our listeners today. Yeah, you know, we actually do a complimentary color of money analysis where we show all of your different asset classes to you, what color they are. We put it in a nice pretty pie chart so you have a good understanding based on your age if you have too much risk or not enough risk based on the color of your assets. So that's something we we offer complimentary. If you give our office a call, 805-500-7035, that's 805-500-7035, we'd be more than happy to run that analysis for you. Well, we're going to be right back with more from Mike Mansfield on Financially Tuned after this. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At the Lynn Group, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, Download a complimentary color of money report at financiallytunedradio.com or call us today at 805-500-7035. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And as always, the captain of this ship, Mike Mansfield. Mike, uh, it's been a great show so far. You've given us a lot to think about. We've been talking about the color of money. And that's not just green, although we covered green money and safe money options. And in this segment, we're going to talk about red money. What can you tell us about red money and market risk? Well, red's, red, Tony, is probably the biggest one, the most important one to really consider because red is risky. This is where we have the most thought, the most consideration, the most analysis that needs to be done before we invest or don't invest in something because as we introduce red into our portfolio, we're introducing risk. And so we need to weigh how much risk tolerance you have based on your age, how much income you have. Red money is a good asset class. And and this becomes tough because, gosh, I feel like in our community, there's so many people that are so focused, uh, maybe as insurance agents, on selling green money asset classes that everybody really strays away from the red stuff. And to be honest with you, We invest our clients in all kinds of different things with the red money and the green money, but I personally love the red money. I I find this uh, the most entertaining, the most thought-provoking, and it's where I put a lot of energy in because obviously we need to build and and consider risky asset classes in a manner that are going to be effective. So why is red important? Well, first and foremost, you need to have red money in your portfolio in your long-term buckets. So as you segment out your assets, you figure out where your income's coming from, you figure out your risk tolerance, we always incorporate some level of red money. Red money is not designed for income. It's designed for growth and it's designed to hedge inflation. So remember, if we're creating paychecks from social security, pensions, annuities, all these different kinds of things, that might be fantastic now, 
might be fantastic for the next five or ten years, but what about someday when the cost of living continues to increase and maybe our social securities and stuff like that don't keep up? We need to have some growth on the sidelines that will eventually turn into more green money, more income, in order to offset, like I said, those cost of living adjustments and inflation. So we have to put a lot of energy into our red money. Now, what does red money mean? Does that mean we just take all of our money and go throw it under the stock market? Not at all. Number one, we have to weigh out someone's risk tolerance. We have to see, is someone a, an aggressive person with their red money? Or are they a conservative person with their red money? Or are they somewhere in between, as most people are? A lot of that is really age-based and how much money we have to work in your different buckets. So, funny story. Um, most of the times... Oh, th this is going to be a funny one. Most of the time when people go meet with financial planners, what do financial planners try to do in the first or second meeting? Tony, what do they try to do? Uh, they try to um, probably sell them something. Right. They try to sell you something. And so when you walk in to see a financial planner, what do you hear about from top to bottom? How everything you've done and everything your other advisor done and everything that's been done is all wrong and how it's all wrong for you and it's all wrong for your situation. And granted, I'm sure there's plenty of situations where that is valid and totally true, but that is certainly not always the case. Um, you know, the financial planner wants you to think that everybody in society and you are incompetent except for them. So I've, I've realized that you can't start by selling stuff. You have to help people understand their situation. And as a fiduciary, as a certified financial planner, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that my investment's better than your investment until we, we create some kind of foundation, some kind of fundamental analysis to come up with that case. So a lot of our listeners, if you spend any time watching the news or reading the paper, you've probably heard of a little old company called Morningstar. Uh, I, and I say that in jest. Morningstar is a, is a huge company. They're the country's largest analytic third-party company. They're very disinterested in you. They're very disinterested in how you invest your money. They don't care. But what they do is they help consolidate all of your red money, stock market, bond market products into, into one bucket. They crack open everything for us. We see exactly how diversified we are, how much money, what percentage of our portfolio is in technology or healthcare or financial products, how much money is overseas in Europe or China or emerging markets, if that's a concern for you. How are we weighted in large cap versus small cap companies? With our bonds, hey, you know, if the Federal Reserve starts raising interest rates, do we have long-term or short-term bonds and how will those things be affected? They show us all the rates of return, they show us all of the individual performances for all of your individual stocks and asset classes. And then my favorite part is what we call the, the brains of any red money analysis, and that's the statistics. And so I get to take everybody down the uh, trip of memory lane to college when you had to take a statistics class. Now, statistics were funny for me because I remember taking statistics, and I, I got an A in it, which is good news for everybody here. But I also remember thinking, when on earth would anybody use this crazy junk? This stuff, does, what is this? What's the point? Well, ironically, we use statistics every day now. Things like standard deviations and alphas and betas. But there's an emotional response of what we're all looking for with our red money. What do we all want in life? We want a good rate of return with low risk. Who doesn't want that? Heck, that's what I want with my own money. 
So emotionally, that's what we all want. That's what Tony wants, right? Every time we talk about your money on the sidelines, you just want a 20% return with no risk. But the statistics actually allow us to quantify that. We're able to show you statistically if you are achieving a good rate of return relative to the amount of risk or drama that you have. So we spend a lot of time exposing the underlying workings of a portfolio versus me sitting in the first meeting saying, oh my goodness, golly, why would you buy these mutual funds? How dare you? You should buy mine. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's not a good attitude. The other thing that Morningstar does for us when we do a, a portfolio analysis for clients is they have a, a nifty report called a stock intersection analysis. So a lot of people out there listening to this own mutual funds. Maybe you own three mutual funds, maybe you own 300 mutual funds. The reason that people like to buy mutual funds is for the idea of diversification. Hey, I'm gonna own all these mutual funds. I won't have all my eggs in one basket. This is gonna be fantastic. Well, the problem is, and this problem rolls right back up to your financial advisor, is nobody knows to any entirety what's inside the mutual funds, what stocks and what bonds are being held, how much is in cash, and certainly when you start combining all these different mutual funds, how they're relating to one another. Well, Morningstar's stock intersection analysis actually shows us the underlying holdings of all the mutual funds, and it shows us all the mutual funds that own all the exact same stuff. So when you're only 70% invested in the stock market, but you lose as much as the stock market when the market's going down, and you think, well, that's weird. Why would that be? A lot of it has to do with this nifty word called correlation. The idea is all of your underlying mutual funds, if they're owning the same stuff, maybe weighted differently, mm -hmm. they're all moving together. You know, hey, if, if, if the top, ten, top holding in, in 10 of your mutual funds is Apple stock, you might have a lot of Apple stock you didn't realize. So these are the things that we initially weigh out for any person that we're meeting. Anytime we do this free portfolio analysis, we run a Morningstar analysis on all of your positions, and we give you oh my gosh, an objective understanding and opinion of what's happening with your portfolio. It's easy for you as a consumer to now take that information and say, well, wait a second, you know, there seems to be a lot of overlaps. There seems to be a lot of fees. I seem to be very overweighted in technology when maybe that could be risky, or maybe I'm overweighted in small cap versus large cap. We help you have a great understanding of your current portfolio. Now, what do we get to do with good understandings of things? We get to make decisions. We're yeah. either happy or we're sad. And to be honest with you, Tony, I turn away a lot of people in the sense of, look, statistically, your analysis, everything's doing very well. I just, I don't know what I could show you that would be an improvement upon that. And it's just something that we now need to watch and monitor. At the same time, if we identify these major inefficiencies, these give us things to improve upon. So there's a lot of thought that goes into our red money analysis before we even try to give you a recommendation if you ever even need one. Well, I tell you what, uh, we have to take a quick commercial break here, Mike. Uh, but before we do, is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, if anybody's interested in a Morningstar portfolio analysis, just like our color of money analysis that we can do for you, these are things that we'd be more than happy to build out complimentary Call our office at 805-500-7035 or visit our website, thelindgroup.com and our radio website, financiallytunedradio.com and reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to start working on this for you. All right. And we're going to be right back with more from Mike Mansfield on Financially Tuned after this. 
Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from the Lynn Group right now by going to FinanciallyTunedRadio.com or by calling us at 805-500-7035. All right, and welcome back to our final segment for this episode of Financially Tuned. As always, the captain of our ship, Mike Mansfield, is here, our financial expert. Now, Mike, you've been talking to us about the color of money, and that's the process to help our listeners out there determine how to allocate their assets. Uh, In our first segment, we talked about green uh, money and green money assets. And then in our last right. segment, you explained red money and red money assets, uh, mainly uh, assets in the marketplace. Uh, maybe you could touch on uh, what's yellow then? What are yellow assets? And then just overall, uh, talk about you know market volatility and, and will allocating, sure. how can the color of money help us in our income planning avoid those, you know, being tied to that market volatility? Right. Well, the yellow money is 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 the in between money. So there's there's two different fronts on the way that we evaluate yellow money. We we take it back and we analyze it over our green money assets, and we also analyze it over our red money assets. And so if we go to the green money world, yellow money can can mean that hey, we have principal protection, but we're not sure what the upside might represent to us. For example, there's a lot of insurance products that follow the S and P 500 as a manner to um, assign interest rate at the end of the year. How, that's how you make money. And so if the S&P is up, then you make money. If the S&P is down, you don't make any money, but you don't lose any money. And so those become some, hey, I know I'm not going to lose any money, and I hope I make some money. So we have a little bit of an in-between asset class. But really the emphasis of yellow money falls back onto our red money. Hey, you can take all your money, you can go throw it into the stock market, you can make a bazillion dollars, or you can lose all of it. But what we have to do is we have to equate our red money back to a gun. Sounds kind of weird. But if you had all of your money, listeners, and you threw it in the stock market, and you didn't have a great education, perhaps, on picking stocks, doing technical and fundamental analysis on on creating portfolios and diversification, all those fun things... Maybe that's pretty dangerous. Maybe you lose it all. Maybe by default you make a lot of money. You never really know what the outcome is going to be. Right. At the same time, though, what if you hired a professional? What if you hired a CFA, a, a chartered financial analyst that was in the business of doing what you're trying to figure out, in the business of knowing how to diversify, knowing how to do fundamental and technical analysis, knowing how to build a portfolio that achieved our emotional goal of a reasonable rate of return with relatively low risk. That's what yellow money is really about. It's about finding the right kinds of professionals in order to accomplish the goal so that that way the red money, the risky money, isn't necessarily as risky because you know there's a set of eyes on there that have absolute control. So let's bring it back to the gun analogy. If you have no clue what you're doing when you're picking stocks and mutual funds, whether that's in your 401k or your IRA or whatever investment account, maybe that's like giving a three-year-old a loaded gun. 
it's probably pretty dangerous, you know? They don't know how to aim it, they don't know how to point it, but they pull the trigger and that thing goes anywhere it wants. At the same time, if you give a loaded gun to a police officer, how do you feel? You feel a lot safer. Doesn't mean that you can't get shot, doesn't mean there can't be a problem, but it means that there's a level of training, there's a level of efficiency, and there's certainly a level of thought that goes into dealing with something dangerous. Our red money can be very dangerous if we're not careful with it. So do we want to be a three-year-old or do we want to hand our money to a police officer mm -hmm. and let him be responsible and help us make good, responsible decisions with that risky money? So that's kind of where we start pulling in the yellow money in order to have a balance between all things. We always start with the, the red money, yellow money, green money analysis. We see how much you have in different asset classes. We see how much income you need in order to decide if you need more red money, need more green money, whatever you're trying to do. We start segmenting it out, bucketing it out based on age and whatnot. But as we focus certainly in on that red money, the, the, the questions become, after our Morningstar analysis, after our portfolio analysis, all of those things have been complete, are we happy with the current outcome we're receiving or do we need a professional to, in a sense, hold our hand and guide us through what can be very tumultuous. You know, the last number of years, Tony, the stock market's gone up since the Great Recession. And on a lot of different levels, people have forgotten that the uh, stock market can go down until, you know, the last number of months here. Stock market's gone down pretty hard. It's popping back up again here at the moment. But it's very emotional. It's very upsetting. If you're pulling income, if you're trying to create cash flows out of that red money and you lost money over the last three months, that's a pretty tough uphill battle. And so we want to put a lot of thought into any retirement plan that we're creating. We always want to tie in the color of money to make sure that you're not overexposed. The best example I can always think of is I have so many people walk in in their 70s and 80s that are still 60, 70, 80% invested in the stock market. And when you ask them why they have that much risk, they say, I don't know. Yeah. I've always had it. Yeah. Well, that's not good. I mean, uh, you know, especially if another 2008 hits where the market takes a drastic drop and we've seen so much volatility, I think it's really smart to have your assets allocated properly, but it, it can get confusing. Right. You have to work with a professional, someone you can trust. And I know, uh, Mike, that's where you come in for our listeners. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we have to go today? You know, we covered a lot of ground today, Tony. So really the big takeaway is we talked about a lot of analysis that we can do for our listeners. We can do a Morningstar analysis, the rule of 100, the color of money, the things that will help you get a very good informed understanding without any recommendations on where you currently stand and the risks or not risks that your portfolio and your retirement pose to you. So we offer those things complimentary. If you'd like to call our office at 805-500-7035, visit our website, thelindgroup.com. We'd be more than happy to set up a complimentary meeting and work through that analysis. Oh, by the way, um, I think we mentioned it last week, but uh, over the next two weeks, we're going to be having our last social security workshops for the year. So if anybody uh, has missed that show, that's a good one. So um, give us a call at the office, 805-500-7035, and we will make sure you can attend. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mike. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Mike Mansfield. 
Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 